we're going to have to discuss the uh, the elephant in the room over there in just a second. <laughs> yes, we are going to have to address that. I mean, I have a feeling that the reason why the elephant's here is because we did an episode of WATP together this week and our chemistry was so fucking awful that we just couldn't be together, just the two of us again. My back still hurts from carrying that show, Betty. <laughs> and I do it every week. I'm heavy. You, you'd think I'd be used to it. Let's start the creep off. Let's do it, buddy. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of The Creep Off. It's Vinny and your pal. Everyone loves him, apparently. Not when they're voting this week. It's hot c c c carla What's happening, Vinny Paulino? Are you trying to tell me that I didn't win the vote for the third week straight? We're going to get there. We're going to get there in just a minute. But uh, <sighs> let's uh, take a second and introduce a very special friend, I guess, of the WATP universe. Yeah, this person is extremely famous in the WATP universe, so there's a, at least four or five people who will be excited that he's here today. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, joining us for the first time, a third mic on the creep off. It's Croge, baby. Hey-oh! Hey, what's happening, Croge? Hey, hey, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, my pleasure, man. It's going to be a fun-filled episode. I heard you brought in a creep this week. I couldn't help myself. Okay, excellent. This so should be we, we fun. We got a three-way this week. Ooh, maybe that'll be the name of this episode. Yes. It's a three-way. The devil's three-way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is it when it's just three guys and there isn't a woman? That's, that's even worse. <laughs> is, there, is there a word for that? Oh, gay. That's right. I thought it was sausage party. Gay. So, uh, lemon party, lemon party, this crowd. So let's talk a little bit about last week's episode, shall we? Yeah, let's talk we, about um, it. We're, I brought the world's biggest creep, a child molester who built an amusement park at his house, set up elaborate camera systems and doorbells and different notifications so he could fuck seven-year-olds and lick their assholes. I definitely want. That's the biggest creep there is. Well, my creep was a guy who uh, used to go on stage and rape people. Well, he just says that. And animals. That's not true. He, he just said that on a talk show. He didn't actually do those things. Well, here's the fun part. We left this up to you, the listeners, and you decided, you voted, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, your wow. winner. Wow, are you fucking kidding me? Your you got winner. 68% of the votes. Please. That's right. 67%. That's a thorough ass whipping, Yeah, I'm getting my ass kicked this round. I got to be honest with you. It's not going well. Well, we're going to keep that up. But so I, I am down three to zero yeah. for this round. And if you get to five, I got to spin the wheel of consequences. I got to set my game up. Um, you do, but I don't know why you decided to mess your game up. What if you brought in a really, really good creep this week, and then you brought in Croge? <laughs> no, Croge Kroge... is, is my creep. <laughs> it's <laughs> show and twist. tell today. Okay. That's the twist. <laughs> it's show and tell. It's bring your creep to work day. This <laughs> <laughs> is all an elaborate ruse to out my friend Croge. Oh, God. I hope I don't have to testify to this. <laughs> so here's going to be the fun part. We're going to do a... A very special round this week. We didn't put out our normal poll because we're going to do something a little bit different than usual. Uh, Mr. Alex Trebek, will you please tell the people what this week's category is? It's a potpourri. 
category. You're not Alex Trebek. Oh, I'm not. Potpourri. <laughs> I had a cue that you talked <laughs> over it. <laughs> okay. Just, it's potpourri, which means anything goes. Fix that in post, Vinny. Sure will. All right. <laughs> Get right on that. All right, so uh, we were able to just bring whoever we thought was the biggest creep. That is jour. correct. That is correct. So this week, all three of us brought three creeps from many different categories. We don't know. Whichever is the worst, that's who you're going to vote for this week. That's correct. I guess that means I have to start because I am the returning champion. Yes, you, uh, you go first, buddy. Would you mind ringing that bell? Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, my creep today is Colonel Russell Williams. Colonel Williams, he's a decorated soldier. Uh, some people would call him a hero. They would call him that until they found out he was in the Canadian military. <laughs> so maybe don't go with hero, but uh, here's just a little bit of information on Russell Williams. As a base commander in the Canadian Air Force, Colonel Russell Williams comforted families of the fallen, rubbed shoulders with the prime minister, and even flew planes for the queen. For more than 20 years, he was a model airman and husband, described as a bright, shining star of the Canadian Air Force. He commanded the largest military base in Canada. He was a big fucking deal, this guy, Carl. Canadian military base. Three words I've never heard used together. Yes, there's the one of Ooh, them. Ooh, watch out. There's, there's a Canadian military base, eh? It's very large because they have a lot of land to cover. It's true. Now, at age 47, this guy had a bit of a midlife crisis. Okay. Okay. Now that happens. A lot of guys buy a Corvette. You know, they go and they start having, uh, you know, affairs, get themselves a little side piece. Quit their jobs, start podcasting full time. A lot of weird things people do. <laughs> yeah. Over the course of the next two years after he turned 47, Williams committed 82 fetish related home invasions. Fetish related home invasions. Yeah. Let me show you a little picture. Thank you of, for uh, clarifying that. I wasn't sure if I was listening correctly. <laughs> this is Russell Williams, ladies and gentlemen. That's a picture of him. Okay. You heard me right. 82 fetish-related home invasions. What is he into, like, a feat or something? No, no, no. He decided his first victims were his next-door neighbors. He chose their daughter as the first victim. He snuck into her bedroom when the whole family was out of town, dressed in the 12-year-old daughter's underwear masturbated, stole six pairs of panties, and left a message on her computer saying, Merci, or thank you in French. He can Whoa. fit into a 12-year-old's underpants? Good on him. Yeah, Stay man. In shape. He's a military well guy. Well, huh? He's By a military way, guy. I like that you go, he put on her underpants and then masturbated. Yeah, of course. That's the. What else are you going to do when you're wearing little girl's underpants? Solid point. Just Solid take selfies? Point. Well, he did that, too. Okay, good. According to investigators, he was very meticulous. He planned his targets, stalked, staked out houses where, quote, attractive young women lived, oh. and took a similar pattern. He would go in taking pictures during each one of the heists. He would photo the bedroom, the underwear drawer, and then the stolen items placed perfectly in neat piles. He would then turn the camera on himself. Jeez Louise. Let's just say this guy liked to have himself a fashion show. Here's a little picture. Oh, <laughs> looking good. Yeah. This guy. This guy wears some uh, tight undergarments. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's got a body on him. He's definitely oh a... my. He's definitely a boner guy. Yeah, wow. He's definitely a boner guy. So he would... Who's, is he setting up a camera across the yes, room? Yes, he is standing there posing in 
front and back pictures yeah, in these women's underwear in their homes. And that's going back to 2007, you said? Yes. So this is before the phone on your camera or the, the camera on your phone was working really well. Correct. He probably had like a digital he had a, camera. He had a tripod set and up. Exactly right. <laughs> There's lighting in this. these pictures. Yeah, right. You'll find out later lighting was a big deal to him. Okay. Uh, so he, These stories are always so fucking long. <laughs> We'll find out later. Can yeah. we just find out now, Vinny? Listen. Do we need every detail? Not a slow burn, but I'm going to keep it moving. And a lot of the pictures, he would also take photos of himself masturbating in their lingerie on their beds. Oh, show us uh. those. I mean, uh, gross. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yuck. So in 2009, things started to escalate, Carl. Yeah. Uh, he's, his first sexual assault occurred that year after he snuck into a house of a 21-year-old woman who was asleep who just had an eight-week-old baby. He watched her sleep for a while, tied her up, blindfolded her, took off her clothes, and then the woman tried to be like, no, please don't, I'm gross, I just had a baby. Like, she was all self-conscious. <laughs> uh, Williams assured her that she was, quote, perfect and sweet, and proceeded to take photos of her naked body, and then he left. Okay. And he did something like that, similar to another person. So now... He tied her up and took pictures of her. Stripped her naked yeah. and took pictures of How her. How was the lighting? Great! The, it was did good. He get the lighting right. He got right, some good, good photos. Because you can do a lot in Photoshop. You can touch it up after the fact. But man, if it's not bright enough, there's not much you can do with that. Listen, if to you're going to collect something, you want to have the best. Right. And this guy is clearly a collector, yes. and you'll learn a little bit more about that. So not he stole this woman's underwear, took the naked pictures of her, and he was out of that. Tease and Vinny, Vinny the tease. tickle fight tease. <laughs> well, things got a little bit crazy. When he became fixated on a woman who worked as an Air Force staffer, which basically was like a stewardess on an airplane for the Air Force. And uh, let me tell you how it went for her. Here's a clip. The court was told Williams used his power as commander of CFB Trenton to get personal information about Corporal Marie-France Camot. He broke into the home of the 38-year-old flight attendant, hiding in the basement until she fell asleep. What followed was her savage rape and murder. He also took videos of everything, but court is hearing only a verbal description. Yeah, so he videotaped himself murdering this woman. That escalated pretty quickly, didn't it? Yes, yeah. very much. Yeah, I wasn't, wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's talk about this for a second. The police are already out there looking for a guy breaking into houses, yeah. tying women up and taking pictures of them. Right. And then this thing just is, now all of a sudden there's a dead body. They look into the boyfriend of uh, this, this woman, mm -hmm. and they realize, you know, past him, they have no leads at all. All of a sudden... Two weeks later, a 27-year-old woman named Jessica Lloyd completely vanishes. No one knows what happened to her. So the only evidence that they have is a tire track and a men's boot print in the snow on the side of her house. Luckily, it's fucking Canada, and that shit freezes. So this motherfucker went to this woman's house, and he actually took her this time. Okay? Yeah. This is how he got caught. Sorry. Police officers at the roadblock discounted him as any possible suspect. He was beyond reproach. But since the colonel is driving an SUV similar to the one in question, the officers at the checkpoint perform a quick routine inspection. One officer was talking with him while another Ontario Provincial Police officer was taking a molding of the tires of his SUV. So this motherfucker goes through the police checkpoint mm -hmm. 
with the same car that everybody's looking for, same thing, but thinks because he's a fucking colonel that he's going to drive right through and never have a problem. I'm above the law. Right. And he goes right through the checkpoint like, yeah, listen, I'm a colonel. I don't know what this is about. I got business. But while he's talking, another guy did his job and checked his fucking tires. And when they examined him, they were like, holy shit, this is the fucking guy. Yeah, I got something to say to this creep. You're a stupid dumbass. Yes, he is. (laughs) Yes, he is. So now they have a suspect. It's this fucking guy. Okay. They bring him in. They trick his ass. The fucking cops tricked him. They go... Hey, listen, we need to talk to you about some weird stuff that's been happening around the Air Force Base. Can you come here? They get him into a room. They take his boot, and his fucking boot that he wore to the police station is the same, same boot. fucking boots <laughs> that were fucking in the snow outside of the girl's house. We live in western New York, and I would say that the weather's very similar to probably where it was in Canada. Do you own more than one pair of boots? I just have the one pair. Well, listen, right? but you're also not murdering, you going out murdering people. Are yeah, you? it's like hiking. I have special hiking boots, special murdering boots, then just my general everyday boots. I have raping socks, but well, not murdering boots. <laughs> so the cop in this, the cop who interrogated him, is like this video apparently is a big deal. I watched like two and a half hours of this guy being interrogated. Oh, so you actually yeah. prep for this show? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> good. I'm glad that you do some prep for some shows that you're on. That's good to hear. I stick with the formula, Carl. I don't go changing the formula on people in the middle of things. Dude, I don't all of a sudden, oh, I love it. I love it. It's the best show I've ever heard. Are you saying Fuck. I did yes and enough for you? Correct. All right. Now, uh, Fair enough. he's in this thing, and it becomes very evident that the only concern that fucking Russell Williams has is that he doesn't want his wife to be burdened. And the cops are at his house. The cops are searching his house. And he goes, so if you – they said, listen – all he kept saying is, I don't want my wife to be burdened. I don't want my wife to have a problem. So check this out. After four hours and the cop's saying, fine, we'll give your what we'll take care of your wife. He says this. Four hours, 40 minutes, and 10 seconds after they sat down. Get a map. He goes, get a map. And fucking drew a fucking map to where this girl's fucking body was. Then he told them where in his house he had over 600 fucking pairs of people's underwear. Oh, wow. Fucking videos. That's quite a collection. Video cards and SD cards of all of the fucking pictures of him fucking doing his fashion shows. Yep. And the video of him murdering fucking Jessica Lloyd. In which, by the way, he stopped torturing her to adjust the lighting for his video. Uh, And then when she said to him. earlier. Paid off, Crouch. Yeah, yeah, I try. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, pal. So here's the weird thing. (laughs) What's the weird thing? Because so far I'm like, oh, um, it's not even a weird thing. (laughs) She said, if I die, this is on tape. If I die, will you make sure that my mom knows that I love her? But instead of answering her, he smashed her over the head with a flashlight and strangled her to death. That was the last thing this woman said. How fucking awful is this scumbag? Someone actually gets along with their mother? That is a weird thing. So he's sentenced. Surprising. He gets sentenced to life in prison. Uh, during his first few months in prison, they put him on suicide watch. Yeah. Uh, because he apparently tried to kill himself by wedging a stuffed cardboard toilet paper roll down his throat. Oh, I've wow. never heard of that one. Yeah. Me neither. That's I just thought it was worth noting. Like that's how he decided he you was going to go out. That's interesting because then when you shit it out later, you don't need any toilet paper. <laughs> Solid point. Yeah. So the inside out. <laughs> That's maybe he was just trying a new thing. He was he had plenty of time on his hands. He's he was going to be in prison forever. Yeah, right. So 
after this, they expelled him from the Canadian services. When they returned, his family returned his uniforms, the Canadian military burnt them. Yeah. They shredded all of his medals. They fucked up all the shit. They even took his fucking Pathfinder, the car that was in question, and they crushed it and demolished it. Yeah. Like, they really did say, fuck this guy. Well, but it's also the resale value goes way down after you rape and murder someone. Two little fun facts. The, the Carfax report is a debacle after that. Two years after this guy went to prison, Canadian forces announced that they made a terrible mistake by publishing a booklet with a photograph bearing the likeness of Williams on the background of the cover. So they just put out a book about the, the military and Whoops. he was on the fucking cover of it. They had to buy back all the copies of it and destroy them. Oh, Canada. This is a doctor uh, who was asked. He studies serial killers and he has a scale for evil, which I thought was an interesting thing to bring to the show. Okay. Well, here he explains it. Dr. Michael Stone is a forensic psychiatrist who studied and cataloged hundreds of deviant killers for his book, The Anatomy of Evil. So you have how many different gradations of evil? 22? 22. And where does he fit on the evil chart? Either 18, which is moderately prolonged torture, or 22 for considerably prolonged and, and very agonizing. So high up on the scale. Worst of the worst. Yes. This kid's scores get him into evil Harvard. <laughs> He's fucking, those are some high scores. Scholarship. When asked what makes this guy different, and this is the one thing that I want to point out, he was truly a one-of-a-kind creep. There's nobody else like this guy. Okay. Dr. Stone says Williams may be the most highly functioning serial killer he has ever seen, and his military discipline actually helped him lead two separate lives. He's also unique in that he started his crimes later in life. And he's among the very few serial killers who like to pose in women's clothing. He was the most highly functioning serial killer that they've ever found. Aren't most serial killers pretty highly functioning, though? No. I Fucking think so. Arthur Shawcross it was half retarded. <laughs> okay, well. I mean, yeah, like half of them are complete idiots. Vinny, great, great argument, buddy. That was fun. You're, that that was a fun adventure that we just went on. Thank you. Would you like to know one more fact? Oh, of course. They had a TV movie made about him. Okay. Uh, and uh, Gary Cole played him in the movie. If you don't know who Gary Cole is. I love is. Gary Cole. He, is, uh, you, he was Mike Brady in the Brady Bunch movies. Yeah. And he was also Reese Bobby in Talladega Nights. So watch that on the Lifetime Network. Can't Very, wait. An Very Officer good. and a Murderer is the title. You'll oh, enjoy. Wow. All right, guys. Go ahead. All right, Vinny. Good stuff, buddy. Thanks, Carl. Way to, way to bring it this week. All right, your turn. Unfortunately, you're not going to win this week because I brought a way bigger creep. Cam Newton. Are you familiar with this person? <laughs> oh, the Dolphins yeah, got too crushed soon. yesterday. Crushed. It was by the, the ten Patriots. Point, ten point game. All right, it's not. It's not Cam Newton. My creep Did that I try brought. To steal crabs or something? No, that was uh, Jameis Winston. Sorry. My creep that I brought is a man named Dennis Nilsson. Oh, I know who he is. The Muswell Hill murderer. Also a, mil a military man. He was, yes. I yeah. wasn't even going to get to that because I don't go don't through every fucking detail like you do. <laughs> yeah, but where do you go to preschool, Carl? Now that I know that he spends two and a half hours watching like documentaries and, <laughs> and wasn't I didn't watch a documentary. I just watched him be interrogated. Interrogations. I the he I mean, watches the raw footage. He's not, he's not even waiting for the document. No wonder he feels like he has to go on for so long. I've done so much homework. All right. You got an A. Here's your little sticker. Here's your star sticker, Benny. God, we get it. All right. I did good. All right, so this guy, uh, Dennis Nilsson, he's a, he's a Scottish gentleman who moved to London. And uh, I'm going to play you 
his uh, his first victim and what went down. This was his first crime that he committed. His first victim was a 14-year-old boy he'd met at a pub when he'd been searching for company on the day before New Year's Eve. The boy went back to his flat after Nilsson promised to supply him with alcohol, later passing out after drinking too much. Fearing that the boy would leave him when he awoke, Nilsson strangled him with a necktie and drowned him in a bucket filled with water. The boy's body would stay under the floorboards of Nilsson's flat for eight months until he finally burnt it in his backyard. All right, so first off, you don't have to strangle and drown someone. You could pick one or the other. That is a lot of work. It, see, it seems like overkill. Sure. Doesn't it? Yeah. All right, so this guy, after this first victim, a 14-year-old boy that he picked up and brought back to his house to, um, to have drinks with, he went on to kill 14 more young men and boys. And you heard it there. He kept the victims, after they had died, in his house. He put them under the floorboards of his house. And he rented, didn't he, if I recall? He was a renter. And he was a renter. Yep. And uh, it was a multi-unit. <laughs> it was a multi-unit. There were other people living in this place. Certainly were. Um, so It was very warm in their apartments during the summer. Yes. This is pre-air conditioning. This is uh, late 70s, early 80s Yeah, that this took place. So not a lot of people had the AC units going as much as they do these days. So this is um, the reason why he would bring these young men home and then uh, decide to kill them. It seemed as if he killed the people that he really wanted to stay. The people he'd taken home with him, that he liked. The fact that they wanted to go at midnight, one, two, three in the morning, was the trigger, I think, in many of those cases. So this is a rare case of a gay man who doesn't want to just get off and then move on with his life. <laughs> he gets attached very easily. Because he's picking up all these guys in gay bars, they're going back to his house, they're having sex, they're getting drunk. And not and, for nothing. Yeah. Shooting fish in a barrel. Right. Right. Which is another way to kill someone, aside from drowning and Solid. Yeah. strangulation. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta um, get them in a barrel, though. So he kept the dead people around for a long time after he killed them, and he was keeping them in the house, and... He had up to six people that he would keep in the house at one time. Ugh. I think the most he had under the floor at any one time was six uh, at Melrose Avenue. Um, I remember him saying once that he couldn't get much more underneath the floorboards and he decided that he would have to have a fire in his garden. So he wanted to keep more. He just didn't have the space. There just wasn't enough room to keep piling up all these bodies. I would love to see this episode of Love It or List It. <laughs> 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 Which one do I part with? They're all so great. Yeah, so what he would have to do, he had a garden in the backyard, and he would have to then burn the bodies to make room for new bodies as he was killing people. Eventually, though, he had to move because they said they wanted to do some renovations on the place. So he had to burn all the bodies and move to a new residence. Yeah, we want to get the bodies out of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're having a really hard time selling this. So... Uh, he goes oh, to a new God. place where he cannot put the bodies underneath the floorboards in this You would new think place. that he would shop around a little bit more. Right. Really? You would think he'd be looking for a place where he's like, huh, look at this. Is there is there a crawl space? Can you show me the crawl you space? You should know your needs. Yeah. You should absolutely. have a checklist. These are my must-haves. The view is not my concern. Can I see the attic? Right. You know, it's like... <laughs> yes. I don't care how far it is from a shopping mall, actually. I just want to see how much crawl space room there is. So he goes to this new place. And um, the police are tipped 
that uh, there's some plumbing issues because in this new place, there's nowhere to burn bodies. So in order to get rid of them, he started boiling off the flesh and then flushing it down the toilet, ah. which causes plumbing issues. Sure. I don't know if you knew that. What did he do with the bones, though? That's... So the, the bones he would crush up and flush or the bigger ones he'd just throw in the garbage can and just put it out by the side of the road. <laughs> so the police are tipped How did he off. not get caught throwing human <laughs> remains in the garbage? That's a great question. What what are they up to over there in London? What's going on over oh, there? Oh, shit. So eventually a plumber tips off the police. The, the plumber's like, I don't know, there's just like a lot of flesh yeah. and, and organs. Maybe you should guys should go a lot check of, this out. A lot of teeth what? in the drain. Yeah, more teeth than usual. Yeah. <laughs> is that old like Shakespearean stereotype true? Is everyone in fucking London walking around with a fucking skull in their hand? Yes. Like, you didn't know that? No, I you didn't. Never, you've never been? No, I guess. <laughs> um, so the police show up. Guess what? The place reeks. Upon setting foot in the flat, the police immediately noticed the aroma of rotting flesh and decay. When they asked him where the rest of the body was, Nielsen calmly showed them to the garbage bag of body parts he kept in his wardrobe. A search concluded that there were body parts stashed all around Nielsen's apartment. So the cop show up, he's like, oh yeah, that smell... It's actually Gary. Gary's in the closet. This fucking asshole. Steve over here. This fucking asshole heard somebody knock at the door. And he's like, oh, company, let me clean up. And he's just fucking throwing bones <laughs> under the fucking couch. Yeah. He's just, just kicking a fever underneath the couch. He's hey. fucking trying to cover everything with blankets. You want to know how old these bodies were when the police showed up at his apartment? When we arrested Nielsen at Cranley Gardens, there were actually the remains of three bodies there. One had been dead a week. Uh, one nine months and the other 18 months. Oof. So two of them were in a bad state of decomposition, yeah. but most of the flesh had been taken from the bones. All right, so he's got rotting corpses hanging out in his house. By the way, he has a boyfriend through all of this. The, boy, the boyfriend actually says this. He was good fun to be around. You know, if we went to a bar or a club, he was a great laugh. I found him really... I lucked up to him. So apparently it was a lot of fun when they'd go out and have drinks. Most of the dates ended at this guy's place, I'm guessing. He would go over to both of the residences where this guy lived and never knew that he was stashing dead bodies there. He's like, honestly, I saw the interview with this guy. And the first time he went over there, he's like, hmm, smells in here. He goes, oh, yeah, I have a dog. That was his exact. How where? stupid. Where? I, there you go. Where's the dog? How, well, he did have a dog. But how stupid are you? you think that's what rotting flesh? Oh, it's dog food? Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. So the problem this guy is encountering is that these corpses are decaying. So he did an interview in 1992 and he explained what he did to make it so that uh, it didn't stink up the apartment. But, uh, I thought, well, I'm gonna have to deal with the smell problem. And I thought, what would cause the smell more than anything else? And I came to the conclusion, it was uh, the innards, the, the soft parts of the body, the yeah. organs and stuff like that. So on a weekend, I would sort of pull out the floorboards and I find it totally unpleasant and get blinding drunk so I could face it and start this section yeah. on the kitchen floor. Mm -hmm. Whenever you go out, I'd go out and be sick outside in the gardens. So at least he didn't enjoy it, but he would dissect the bodies, take out the rotting organs to dispose of them so he could keep the bodies around. And he'd get really drunk and go out and throw up while he was doing it. But it was very important that he kept these bodies around. And you have to be asking yourself, why? Why I, would you get rid of the entire I body? I could 
wager a guess. Well, for the same reason people buy Japanese sex dolls, if I had to wager. Let's find out what he was up to, because this is a lonely man, all right? Believing it was just the internal organs that was causing the smell, Nielsen removed them, taking the bodies out of their hiding places, dissecting them on the floor, and saving their skin and bones. He kept the remains and often bathed and dressed them in clothing as he felt they brought him company in his lonely existence. He was like setting them up on the couch next to him while watching TV, pretending to have conversations. having a tea party. Yes. Corpse tea party. Just a little tea party. He was having a corpse tea party with oh, up to shit. six really close friends of his. They were hanging out. I did save the best for last because what else is he doing with these dead bodies he's keeping around for months at a time? He would also take them to bed, watch TV with them, and perform depraved acts of necrophilia with them. Oh, he's a necrophile. All right, case closed. Are there acts of necrophilia that aren't depraved? <laughs> right, yeah. There, <laughs> there was no foreplay. He just went right for it. Uh, just vanilla necrophilia, just you know. <laughs> I mean, at least he, you know, had the dinner with them first. Dennis Watched a little TV. Well, that's, that's true. They, they read a bedtime story. It was all very cute. Dennis Nilsson murdered 15 people, tried to murder seven more, was unsuccessful in those, told the police that if he hadn't caught them, or if they hadn't caught him, he would have murdered 100 more people. He was addicted to it. He loved it. And he liked having sex with uh, dead corpses. Do they sleep in the bed with him? The corpses? Yeah. 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 You just heard that on the clip. Yeah. They he'd, sleep in the bed with he'd them. Sleep, he'd sleep in the bed Holy with the fuck. corpses. So when you were talking about how your creep uh, raped a woman and then killed her. If he had done it the other way around, you might have won this week. But sorry, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I got a winner. Come on. I got a winner. But you know what? It's not over yet. Crow just brought a creep. So we got to find out what Crow just Could you got. imagine Indeed. this? I just can't get over it. Like, fucking in the same bed he slept with these fucking things. Oh. We all have chores we don't enjoy doing. Imagine your chores was dissecting <laughs> long dead corpses. and It wasn't fun the for him. But it stunk, and he really wanted to keep those people around. Yeah, you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> it's insane. Holy I mean, he's fuck. got a dynamite personality. Just go meet new people. His boyfriend said he's a lot of fun. That's the other thing. He's not lonely. He's got a boyfriend. He's going out to the clubs. He's having a blast. I know. I, I don't get it, Vinny. This guy just might be a creep. <laughs> I think he's a creep. Could be. All right, Karoj. We've, we've kept you waiting too long, my friend. Yeah. So, uh... You know, uh, uh, what a coincidence. My creep is also a military man. Wow. So, we did have a theme this week. Joseph Stalin. Nice. This creep is a subject of your documentary. You like that? Well uh, that comes out today. Oddly enough, hit my number one. Okay. I feel like the whole world thinks they know me. That's hot. That's hot. Sorry, I'm so used to like playing a character that it's like hard for me to like be normal. No one really knows who I am. I'm always putting on this facade or just like happy, perfect life. Bye -bye. And you're happy? Sometimes. Oh my god, the Ferris Hilton boarding school documentary. Fuck. Dude. <laughs> I can't fucking believe right, that this exists. I can't believe this exists. <laughs> what are you talking man. about? I just heard that and I feel for the girl. Poor <laughs> girl. I can't even believe that this exists. Now, no one has thought about Paris Hilton in 15 years. This is not a famous person. I, hit, hit my next one. Here's number two. Okay. Who 
I don't even know who I am sometimes. I didn't used to be that way. Something happened in my childhood that I've never talked about with anyone. I just heard screaming, bloody murder. But I couldn't tell you guys because every time I tried, I'd get punished by them. Now look, I, I know uh, on the creep off, we all love childhood trauma. It's a big laugh. It's great stuff. But yes. using it as a, a hook for a, and we see this all the time with authors, with, with docs that come out like it's Paris isn't the first one to do this. They asked her about it on an interview and I'm quoting here that part. People have to watch the movie and they're going to see I've been through a lot, but that was probably one of the most traumatic experiences that I've been through in my life. Like this whole fucking read the book to find out what I'm even yes. fucking talking about. Right. And the thing she's talking about is she went to a boarding school and it sucked. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that I said that. Not to, yeah, not to discount somebody's childhood trauma. I mean, look, we all been through some shit, but like, oh my God, no, you guys don't understand. You don't even know the real me. The it's, reason why she had to go to it, I, mean, I don't want to shit all over what you're talking about, but she was like 13 years old and going out and doing drugs and getting wasted and sleeping with guys. She was living the life. She's a fucking nightmare human being. She's a right. nightmare human being. Always has been. <laughs> all the money in the world. Always will be. <laughs> Definitely has people buried in the basement. I mean, I, we don't know that whoa, for sure. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Allegedly. Allegedly. Now, they have good plumbing at the Hilton. I, I took this next clip. <laughs> tell me if you can tell what the fuck she's saying. I could not get through the vocal fry. Yeah. And the only thing that saved my sanity was thinking about who I wanted to become when I got out of there. And that's what you picked? Just created this brand and this persona and this character and I've been stuck with her ever since. Now look, far be it from me to pick on somebody's speaking voice, but put some fucking... <laughs> some air through your fucking throat and make some noise so we can hear you this i can't even begin if I, what the fuck dude <laughs> unbelievable so they interviewed her that she's going on a whole fucking press tour and why why in the year of our lord 2020 when the the there's fucking civil war breaking out in the in the cities there's 30 million americans unemployed i mean Vinny, you dabble in comedy How's oh, we're going to fight now. <laughs> I've never been disrespected <laughs> like that. I've ne I haven't disrespected you. Croach comes on your show and disrespects you like that. And you know what? All will. Sirius owes me all that money. That's right. That's right. But anyway, why now? With, with people suffering so poorly, why is now the time to tell your story? Here's number four. Because <laughs> she's a narcissist. <laughs> she's a lunatic. <laughs> Harris, why, why now? Why tell this story and release all this information now? It actually was not supposed to be the original premise of this film. I wanted to show the world the businesswoman I am and the empire I built. And that ended up coming out naturally because I felt so comfortable with the director. Because there is no empire! That's why it came out! They're like, so what are you showing us here? My dad owns a bunch of hotels. Yeah, we know that, but what did you do again? I was on a bunch of reality shows. Yeah, yeah, we know. That, that was I, 20 I, years ago, but what's going on? I had the first celebrity, one of the first big celebrity sex tapes. Yeah, I sucked, I sucked a dick on the internet. Yeah. I mean, Poorly. Poorly, yeah, I, I might add. I know. Put a little effort into your voice and your- What, were you on. there, Crows? Relax. I mean, mate, somebody was holding the camera. <laughs> <laughs> the director was in a situation where they went and followed her around with cameras for a few days and said, 
there's not much here, boys. Hey, Paris, yeah. uh, can we talk? And they had to refocus the entire thing. And she apparently is so bad at her job and has such poor publicists that you would think that they would tell her to say, because this needed to come out and I needed to make sure it gets out. Well, no, it's just, oh, because they didn't right. want to talk about anything else. I mean, she... This whole situation is fucking wacky to me, but go ahead. It's crazy. And she, you notice she does not answer the question at all. The question is, why now? And she's like, well, the focus of the... No, 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 no. Why now? Yeah, why now? People are going through some shit. Why the fuck are we going to sit and hear about your bullshit now? But uh, is think... it even real, too? Is any of this even real? Why don't you play the next clip? Right. Let's find out. The one of the things that's interesting about this is you admit to the world that you were playing a character. And, uh, you know... Folks like us who have seen you in regular life, seen you walking around, seeing you just being Paris, we've seen that person before, but other people had no idea. So what do you think the reaction will be like and what was it like playing this character? I think people are definitely going to be very surprised when they see this film and see sides to me that they've never seen before. Um, I know that people who know me know me but even the people who do know me don't even know some of the things that I've talked about in this film. So um, it's gonna be very surprising and shocking to people. No! I hate narcissism No one so has much. thought about you in 15 years. No, do you know what she just said there? She goes, people who know me are gonna be shocked by this. Yeah, because it's all made up. She's talking about this boarding school where she's kept in seclusion for two months at a time. Like torturous acts. I think she was waterboarded at one point. None of this is real. This yeah, I saw the sex exist. tape. She was. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> but this whole thing, everyone thinks about me all the time, but what they think about me is wrong. They don't know the real me. And by the way, I just want to announce to you two guys, the 15 years that I spent blind drunk screaming that everyone's an asshole, yeah. I was playing a character. Well, that's the Robert that, Quiver's defense right Yeah, there. that's not the real <laughs> me. Oh, this is just a character that I play. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm totally different. That shit where I completely forget what song I'm playing, I just stare at the guitar, what, what are we doing? <laughs> that's just a character. I know the chords of the bridge, but I'm just, I, for your benefit, I'm pretending I don't know what's right. going on. I just you decided know. to pick a character that sucks and everyone would hate. Exactly. That makes but, sense. So my creep of the week is not only Paris Hilton, but everyone involved in the production and everyone who fucking streams this on YouTube. You can all go fuck yourselves. Thank you. Okay, so we have a uh, pretty um, compelling argument. A rapist, say. murderer, panty thief. That's right. A uh, serial murderer, necrophiliac. Yeah. That's right. And then we have Paris Hilton. That's right. That's a good show. <laughs> that's a good show. <laughs> I mean, that's a good that's show. That's why we're the best true crime podcast on all of Podomatic, right there. Number one, baby. Number one on Podomatic or whatever the hell nonsense system you use for this podcast <laughs> <laughs> we don't do anything right around here carl you ready for some voicemails yeah we get some voicemails this week so i missed one last week and i really wanted to play it because this guy called in and made such a good point uh a few weeks ago we did the story about the son and mother that were fucking on the couch oh, and got caught yeah. and you really got upset about that carl and they uh, were making out and that led to sex yeah That's, that was the most disturbing part about that story well Somebody called in and made the best point. So here you go. Uh, hey, Carl. Uh, just calling in to say that your incest rant was very suspicious. You know, I've, I've listened to enough WATP and enough stuttering John rants to know when someone is projecting. And I think, <laughs> Carl, you were projecting. I think you want to fuck your mom. You wish you were a motherfucker, Carl. Gagia. His last name is Oedipus, so that, that could check out. I think, now, I think forgetting to play that one was fine. <laughs> no, I think he made a good <laughs> that point. Would have been, that would have been fine. I just leave that one Oh, there. here's another one for you. Okay. 
Carl, the absolute idiot, Michael Jackson. Really? Really? Like, all that shit's been proven to be bullshit? And you're gonna go with Michael Jackson. Whoa! You can't be this dumb. Why are you trying to lose on purpose? Proven to be Call bullshit? Pro proven to be bullshit? In a court of law, he was acquitted twice. Oh, well, th there you go. OJ didn't kill anyone either then. Yeah. What are you fucking crazy? He built an amusement park. Proven? He paid off all those families because he's a nice guy. $200 million he paid off. Yeah, Carl, if you're going to Two of the dads committed suicide. you got to pick somebody who's actually a creep, Carl. Did I, not, did I not make my case? Apparently not. All a right. lot of people said you were very upset. There was a lot of Michael Jackson defenders this week. That's uh, fucking bizarre. I mean, I know the guy can dance. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's very good at dancing, but he's also diddling children. All right. Uh, Meanie, I got a voicemail, buddy. Yeah, this is one that, that came over on the WATP line, and I remind people. I don't like those. If you want to have a voicemail that Vinny doesn't know about that I get to play, call it into the WATP hotline. I don't like those. Someone is not really agreeing with your assessment that Gigi Allen was a creep. Hey, Carl, you fat fuck. So, uh, this is for the creep-off. I'm calling to make the point that Gigi Allen, you know, he's weird and all, but Vinny seems to have missed the very the key point in the creepiness equation, which is consent. And if you pay for a ticket for something knowing damn well what's going to happen, that doesn't make the guy that does it a creep. It makes you actually the creep. Yeah. Okay. Allen is more of a mad lad than a creep. Now, Michael Jackson, on the other hand, uh, 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 can't diddle the dongles of little uh, little dinklers. <laughs> get away with it. Thank you. you. Thank you, sir. Well said. I changed my creep this week to that guy. Well said, my friend. I changed my creep to that guy. Gigi Allen might be shitting in his hand and throwing it at people, but people showed up to get that shit thrown at them. Those are the those are the creeps. Okay. Well, he also used to jerk off his brother. Yeah, we didn't really focus on that as long as we should have, did we? Yeah, we really didn't. So, <laughs> uh, right. do you want to hear a voicemail from Prep Boy Rick responding to Imbecile Wilhelm? <laughs> or do we not want to hear it? Well, did PBR keep it under 45 seconds? Fuck no. 57. Oh. Uh, 57 on, seconds. All right, let's, let's try it. Fine. Hey, Carl. Hey, Vinny. I know that I'm banned. Sorry about that. Just wanted to let you know. If you could just pass this on to Imbecile Wilhelm, whatever their fucking stupid name is. Uh, first of all, feuds over stupid voicemail segments, that's fucking pants on head retarded. It's stupid. Nobody wants to listen to that. You guys shouldn't even fucking play this voicemail, first of all. Second of all, even if I did want to have a stupid-ass fucking feud over some dumbass voicemail segment. No. I have to deal with enough dumbass motherfuckers here through Portland to Eugene in fucking Oregon. All these stupid fucking people. Nobody wants to deal with that. You don't want to listen to this boring shit anywho. And even if I didn't have to deal with that, I have 200 fucking firefighters. I have to feed three hot meals a day because they're trying to keep parts of the state that I live in from not burning down. So he can go fuck himself. Goodbye. Vinny. PBR, it's Oregon. <laughs> you got reverse psychology right there. I know. Ah, uh, don't even play this. Oh, I'll, I'll show oh, him. Bro. I'll play this whole boring voicemail. I'll show him. Yeah. How does PBR keep getting us to play his voicemails? 
It's insane. Hey, I got a uh, note in. This is actually from a little while ago, and I forgot about it, but I wanted to bring it to the show today. All right. Spencer Rasmussen wrote in and said... The uh, Spencer Rasmussen? Yes. Wrote in and said, for the Wheel of Consequences... Ooh, all right. He's got, a, he's got an interesting idea. All right. The person who spins it has to wear an All Lives Matter t-shirt to the protests. No. <laughs> I mean, no. we are in Rochester. <laughs> Uh, there's people who are a little bit fired up about this right now. It could be fun. Um, not doing that, but <laughs> you know, right. you're going to spin the wheel. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, let's not do that. Actually, <laughs> yeah, think about what you asked for. <laughs> All right. We're not playing rock paper scissors anymore. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Fucking paper, motherfucker. Oh, uh, so by the way, just a creep off consequences update. My live stream punishment will be Saturday, September 26th. Okay. You can tune in on the YouTube channel. There will be a 12-hour live stream of me sitting at my desk where Carl is sitting right now, listening to just the worst podcast for 12 hours. Sweet. With celebrity guests. You should have to listen to this past weekend's episode of WATP. <laughs> <laughs> Formula changing motherfucker. Uh. Carl, let's do the scum parade. Oh boy, oh boy, we're going to start the scum parade this week in California, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody loves the great state of California. And today we're going to talk about a police officer in the state of California. Steve Hortz was a 12-year veteran of the Orange County Sheriff's Department prior to his arrest this past Thursday. The police department said in late July, Hortz responded to a call in Yorba Linda regarding an elderly man who died from apparent natural causes. On Wednesday, an attorney representing the family estate called the police department to report some items missing from the home and shared some home surveillance videos. And uh, here's a picture of him coming back. This is Steve Hortz right here, yep. for those of you who are watching live. That is him breaking into the house in his fucking uniform. Yep. Breaking into the house the first time. Uh, he left with some stuff. Then he returned two more times, August 10th and August 16th, while in civilian clothes, stole a weapon safe, ceiling fans, and other boxes of unknown contents. Ceiling fans! He stole the fucking ceiling fans. He went back for him, Croge. He fucking could have just taken them the second time he was there. He went back for you them. You can get those used for like 30 bucks. And he's like, well, fuck that. I'll just climb up there in my uniform. It adds up, though, Croge. You know, I'm so sick of people saying that the police officers are underpaid. Are you kidding me? All the free shit that they get. They got saves and ceiling fans. As a podcaster, you know what I've gotten? An electric razor for my ball sack. <laughs> That's all I've gotten as a podcaster. Police officers get all the perks. This guy, he goes back there the first time. Like, I get why you're stealing the gun safe and stuff like that. Like, if you're really just trying to get some valuable stuff, go ahead. But like you said, ceiling fans. At some point, this guy went there the first time, stole some shit. The second time, stole some shit. Then the third time, he's sitting in his shitty apartment going, you know what? I need a breeze in here. Ah. Like, and he's like, I know what I'll do. I'll go back to the old fucking guy's house. So goddamn weird. Uh, he was arrested, and he's being booked into prison. It's not immediately clear if uh, he has obtained an attorney. So he's in a lot of trouble. How does a police officer not know that there's a camera? There's a camera running. <laughs> 
fucking crazy. What an well, idiot. We can't say he's a good cop. Yeah. No. No. He's, he was obviously terrible. He might be the worst cop. Uh, no, absolutely not. All right. So uh, we're going to go down to Tennessee, Carl. Yep. And uh, here's a little uh, news story I'm going to play for you. Woman is facing public intoxication and drug-related charges this morning after being spotted chewing on a miniature horse's mane, claiming it was candy. According to the Campbell County Sheriff's Office, Cynthia Teeple was spotted at the home on Summers Road in La Follette last month. A deputy saying she wasn't wearing a shirt and didn't know where she was. Teeple told the deputy she took meth the day before. Shocking. Yeah. I love, I love the deputy said she didn't know where she was. No shit, Sherlock! She thought a horse was Laffy Taffy and Airheads. <laughs> oh, she did. How many times have you not known where you were? Many, many times. I'd be shocked if she knew where she was. She was eating grass and dirt. <laughs> I've been turned around before while trying yeah. to drive somewhere. <laughs> now, but I've never been that problems. lost. I don't know if you guys saw, they uh, released the body cam uh, footage of this. It's on my board number six. Okay. Hello. I'm Mr. Red. Sorry, wow. I was on meth when I put that together. I didn't realize that the audio was so good on those body cams. They really are. Taxpayer dollars, man. The woman admitted that she had taken meth the day before that. And I'm guessing the day before that, and the day before that, and the day before that. <laughs> That's like the meth head version of, I've had a couple. <laughs> yeah, I haven't had meth since yesterday. <laughs> you don't even know where you are right yeah, now. Yeah, I had meth yesterday, but that doesn't have anything to do with why I'm chewing on an animal. But it also said that she was eating the grass and the dirt within the horse enclosure. Oh, God. I'm going to guess that within a horse enclosure, there's more on the ground than just grass and dirt. I think she's a shit eater, too. I think she probably is. And she did it all while she was topless. So, Ugh. and she looks every bit of this story, by the way. That is not an attractive woman. Do you know she's only 23 years old? She's not. <laughs> <I know. laughs> she is not. So, uh, speaking of a 22-year-old, Guy by the name of Jackie Shans down in Abilene, Texas. Wait, what's his name? Jackie Shans. <laughs> okay. He you don't was, hear about a lot of guys named Jackie. I like it. No, you don't. You're absolutely right. He was charged with uh, the crime of abuse to a corpse. <laughs> this is the weirdest story. He said he was with a woman at a friend's residence and that the woman fell asleep in her car. The defendant then said he found the woman dead in the vehicle the next morning. <laughs> Thank you, Jackie. Uh, then, he <laughs> <laughs> then, he drove <laughs> then he drove the corpse to her residence, carried the body inside, placed her on the couch, and then left. Didn't call anybody. Didn't try to help this woman in any way. He found her dead body. Yeah. It was like, oh, well, I know where she lives. I guess I'll take her home. I got to be honest. Based on what he was charged with, I thought it would be a more interesting story than that. This story is fascinating. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously a lot more to it. There's some serious the decision making going on here. This guy saw a dead body yeah. and offered nothing, but obviously wanted to help. <laughs> like he wanted to do right, but he just 
couldn't conceive the proper way to do right. <laughs> it's the creepiest fucking thing in the world. He took a dead body home and put it on the couch. Yeah, if I were dead, where would I want to be? Home. I'd want to be home if I were dead. I'll, I'll do that for her. Yeah. It, you don't think that that's a good story? Well, I don't think that they have the full story. He must have at least finger blasted her or something. Oh, right? God, I'm sure. you got to think. I'm sure. You're not going to go through all that effort without getting something in return. He may have peaked. Peaked a tit. Yeah. Something. Probably did something. But yeah, he's... Uh, Check his Facebook Live. I want to see what he's up to. <laughs> That's the first place they look these days. No shit. Uh, police later found the deceased body on the couch and started a death investigation, which led them back to the girl being at the woman's house the night before. Everybody got questioned. Either way, he's been arrested for this. And uh, he has a $7,500 bond, which I think is fascinating. Right. That, that, that's a crazy story to me. Let's read every single detail. It's icky. It's icky, Carl. It's weird. It is a weird one. It's not quite making out with your mom. Dude, making out with your mom is bonkers. <laughs> it's the worst thing one could do. It really is. Uh, Bryce Gage Watkins is an Oklahoma man. He's been accused of molesting a six-month-old baby, recording it, and sharing it on social media and sending text messages to women with pictures of what he was doing. Hey, check out this video of me fucking a newborn. It's a weird flex. You could take a dick pic, but you don't need to use a baby for scale. Like, <laughs> you it's think not, that's what it was? I don't know what the fuck he did. <laughs> Just use a quarter like everybody else. Or a Coke can. So he sent the video to, to a woman who turned him into the cops, obviously. She told the investigator she recognized the child in the video, believed it was filmed in the victim's home. Uh, she was a friend of the child's mother. The second woman told police she received the video as well, along with a bragging message that read, Whose child is this? He sent the video to the victim's mother's friend. Yes. What the fuck is wrong? With, what's going on here? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. So the cops start looking for this kid, and he ran. So they couldn't find him anywhere. Yeah. The cops had like a manhunt out for this kid. And then back in August, I want to find the right date. In mid-August, they believed that they found him and they took him into custody. But guess what? What? They got the wrong guy. It wasn't even him. They had some dude in prison in Oklahoma for two weeks that they said was a chomo. And he fucking just sat in jail until they realized, hey, that's not him. That's Oof. surprising because I looked at this guy's social media. Yeah, here's he, a picture of he him. He took a everybody. lot of selfies. Yeah, look at this kid. How would you not know what he looked like? It's, everything on his social media is selfies. And by the way... This kid looks like a dime a dozen, though. I'm not going to lie. If you're addicted to taking selfies while you're fucking a newborn, put the phone down. Just put the phone down. I, I know you, you're constantly taking pics. While you're fucking the newborn, put the phone... Turn it off yeah. so you're not tempted. Put it down. Turn notifications off. Whatever you got to do. Airplane that's, mode. That's fucking baffling. Well, we've had, this is the second one of the creep parade, and then one of the creeps that have all, like, let me make sure I document all yes. my crimes. Yeah. That's fucking <laughs> This kid and Paris Hilton both. Documenting um, our crime spree was the best thing idea we ever had. <laughs> uh, so he has been arrested. They caught him. The marshals caught him. He's being charged with Ludax to a child manufacturing child pornography and distributing it to those two women. So. Oh, also he's being charged with... Anally raping children. That's this week's scum parade, ladies and gentlemen. That is a scummy scum parade, and you are a fine grand marshal, my friend. Thank you very much, folks. We appreciate you listening. So make sure, if you want to let us know what you thought of the show this week, leave a voicemail, 585-371-8108. And to vote for Vinny 
or Carl or Croge this week. Yeah. You just visit us on Twitter at CreepOffPod and participate there. And if you want to send us an email, email us at thecreepoffpod at gmail.com. Subscribe, leave a review. Carl, is there anything else you'd like to say? Yeah, you know, I forgot to mention that Dennis Nilsson, my creep that I brought this week, the reason why he's relevant is the BBC is putting out a movie starring one of the guys who plays Doctor Who or something. But it comes out today. Oh, really? Yes, there's a movie based on this guy's life that comes out today. So well, that's why he's it, relevant it, and in the news. It's so funny you brought your creep up again because I forgot to play a, creep, uh, a clip of my creep. Oh, of course. This was him being Jesus asked Christ. by the police. All right, I got to go, Vinny. See you, buddy. <laughs> this was him being asked by the police about his victims. Like, like, did he like them? Did he hate them? And just listen to the response and tell me this isn't a stone-cold fucking creep. Well, let, me, let me ask you this. Did you like or dislike these women? I didn't know any of them. That's this week's creep off. Remember, it's nice to be important. It's more important to be nice. Gigia! Dr. Michael Stone is a forensic psychiatrist who studied and cataloged hundreds of deviant killers for his book, The Anatomy of Evil. So you have how many different gradations of evil? 22? 22. And where does he fit on the evil chart? Either 18, torture, or 22 for considerably prolonged and, and very agonizing. So high up on the scale. Worst of the worst. 